educators, this is the Mike the Principal podcast where we discuss strategies, experiences, and learning opportunities focused on growing leaders to move our schools forward. High School Principal in Central Florida. You can check out my work on Instagram at Mike the Principal. Be sure to follow me there. You will find links to my work, including other episodes of this podcast, some of my writing website, and more. And don't forget, if you like what you hear, I would love for you to share this podcast with other educators by hitting the subscribe and or like button on whatever platform you are listening to on today. Today's episode, we are going to look at the question, are we focusing on the right work? It's a question that um, I ask myself, to be honest with you, on the regular. It is something that uh, I think about uh, daily in, in my work. Are, are the things that I'm doing in my school is the right work? And um, even on a larger scale, which is really what we're going to look at today on a macro level, right? In, in education in general in the United States, are we, are we doing the right thing? And there, there's so much conversation around these, these types of questions today. So I want to start off by talking a little bit about what really led me to this question that I'm asking in today's episode. So I believe first and foremost about being a reflective practitioner. Like if you are a if you're a, a leader, an educational leader, and you're not reflecting on the work that you're doing and you're building with your people, with your staff, with your students, um, you need to you need to get that into your practice. Like now, um, you need to be thinking about and reflecting on the work. Like if you're not leaving the building every day, thinking about did we make an impact today, you need to you need to that needs to be part of your work. Um, and I do that often and ask myself the question: like, are we are we focusing on? the right things that we need to do or do I need to make a shift? And today, you know, for today's episode, I mentioned this previously, I'm going to focus less on the specific work that I engage in on a daily basis at my school and tackle this question from a much more macro level, like at the the education uh, setting in general. And I, I'm doing that so that uh, all of our schools are different and we have different different staff, different student population. But I want you to understand that the, that the concepts that I'm going to talk about today can be applied anywhere. Um, so that's why I'm not getting into, getting into the specificity of, of what I do on a daily basis in my school, because my school is different than your school. My staff is different than your staff, and my students are different than your, your students. But the concepts we're going to talk about today are applicable everywhere. And I really am asking this question because I think deep down inside, what gets at me is that I'm not quite sure that we as an education system are focusing on the right things right now and people will say well this is a this is a huge huge problem and there's no way we can tackle that and I don't believe that I think that if we don't start talking about it that we're not we're not ever going to change anything so if you don't if you don't do anything about it how's it ever going to to move forward so that's what I'm going to focus on today but we really need to break it down because we're talking about really large things, and this is probably going to lead to more podcast episodes, but today it's going to be a, more about you know where I think we are as a system 
and how I think we're missing the market, some foundational pieces. And I also want this episode to be about action steps that you can take today to make an impact tomorrow. Like that's that's the most important thing that I want to talk about is that the, the tools I'm talking about, we don't have time. The work we're engaged in, regardless of where you're at, is urgent. We do not have time to wait. We've got kids sitting in seats and we need to, we need to make an impact on their, their learning. So I want to get us kicked off with, I, you know, if you're familiar with the, the MTSS system, so multi-tiered systems of support, RTI, response to intervention, we have enough acronyms, right, in our profession. But I'm going to talk a little bit about um, things that are typically referred to in the MTSS system, so multi-tiered systems of support, tier one, tier two, tier three, and where I think some of the issues are. And I'm going to break that down a little bit for you as well. So if you're a principal at a school that doesn't, doesn't, you know, you're not familiar with MTSS or um, you maybe have heard of it, but are not familiar with the process, I'm going to break that down a little bit. Um, And I want to start off with saying that, that we are focusing a majority of our time in education on kids that are in our tier two and tier three systems, the kids that need more intensive support and we do little to circle back and spend a majority of our time in tier one. And what I tell my leadership team all the time is that the 5% of kids, the 5, 10, 15% of kids that are in our tier two and tier three that need more support and intervention, they'll consume 95% of your time if you, if you let that happen. But we oftentimes get stuck in tier two, tier three, and focus on the kids that need the most intensive support. And I'm not saying that they don't need the support they do. And I'm going to focus a future episode about specifically what we can do at tier two and tier three. But your tier two and tier three are directly impacted by the lack of attention that we are giving as a system to our tier one. And right, our tier one is our basic, like this is the stuff that happens every day. These are the ins and out of what our teachers are dealing with on a daily basis. It is the, the academics, the attendance, and the behavior. So this is, those are all of our tier one systems, the things of how we do school on a daily basis. That's where our teachers are spending a majority of our, our time. And if we're only focusing our supports and our professional learning with our teachers in tier two and tier three, but they're spending 95% of their time on tier one, no wonder they're frustrated. And we need, to, we need to go in and make sure that our focus as leaders in our buildings, are, we're spending, devoting enough time in these tier one pieces. And I recently um, was listening to uh, a couple of different podcasts, but, and I'll, I'll, put, I'll put them in the show notes. Um, you know, Jeannie Spiller, Ken Williams, Anthony Muhammad, particularly one that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to link the Ken Williams interview that I heard um, on a podcast recently that has just blown my mind. Um, and I'm going to talk about that in future episodes. It's not what, I'm, so I digress. But um, I, I do want to focus on something that, that Anthony Muhammad talked about with regard to school culture, and that is behaviors before beliefs. And oftentimes we think about, well, culture is the most important piece. And, and I, I agree with that. Culture cannot be overlooked, and it's super important. I talk about it. I have podcast episodes about it. I write about it. I speak about it. However, we have to focus on behaviors of the people in our building, our students, our staff first before the culture can, can make a difference. Because if the behaviors that we have going on in our tier one systems, in our academics, our attendance, and our behavior, if those are not in, on point, 
you can't build your culture. Your culture will not matter. You can't come in and, and, and have all of these, these pieces that you want to do culturally if the systems in place in the most important three, and I break, I break systems down. I have an episode about it. I'll put that in the show notes. But if you're not, if you're not on point in your academics, your attendance and behavior, culture matters not. So it is about behaviors before beliefs. And how can we expect, like I hear this all the time, even in my, my, my own district where we're, we, we spend so much time on these deep dives into curriculum with our teachers when they might, this might be their first year in the classroom. They just finished their first nine weeks in the classroom. They still don't have the management skills and procedural pieces down. But yet we're talking to them about progress monitoring assessments and diagnostics and did you... They, they are so overwhelmed because we are not spending enough time with them on the, the key pieces of tier one support to make sure that they can do school on a daily basis. And if you can't do school on a daily basis, content matters. It does not matter. It, it matters not. Like you cannot take a deep dive into the content if you don't, if you can't do school. And this goes with schools that I hear, you know, all the time. Well, I have, Mike, I have, I have massive uh, attendance issues or I have crazy amounts of tardies at, at, at kids are not going to class. Then that's your tier one problem. Like if that's impacting a, such a large percentage of, of students, you need to, you need to break that tier one issue down. And if your tier one systems are not on point, you focus there. So like if, if, if you're not ready to roll with your tier one systems, your leadership team needs to spend more time there and you have to stay there until that problem's solved. You can't move into tier two and tier three. We can't talk about interventions if our core is crap. Like that's, that's just not, that's not okay. And you're, to be honest with you, you're just going to continue to be in this cycle of just nonsense where you're continuously having to deal with kids in tier two and tier three. And it might not be because the students, it, it, it could be because your tier one systems suck. So how are you going to, how are you going to change that? So, you know, the next, the next piece is what's wrong with tier two and tier three. And the answer is nothing. But if you don't have tier one on point in place, it's 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 a mess your tier one systems have to be ready to roll otherwise your tier you have to understand tier two and tier three are directly impacted by the issues in your building right so your tier one pieces drive that those other pieces when i talk about tier two and tier three i'm talking about um because i would i said i would define that right so let's let's go ahead and do that so your tier two are your interventions that you're providing for um, kids that may need more support. So it might be your reading interventions or your math interventions. And, and I'm going to talk more about that in a future episode about how we're, we narrowly define like what those supports look like. It might be after school tutoring. It might be intensive coursework. Um, and then your tier three kids are your kids that really need intensive care that you're doing more one-on-one, -on -one, possibly deep dive in, into mentoring and pieces like that. They may have um, some additional mental health supports that are in place, maybe working with school social workers or school psychs. But a lot of that can be driven 
and the numbers that you see in tier two and tier three are driven sometimes, well, a lot of times because your tier one is not on point. Like the core of what you do, the teaching and learning that we do in every classroom in every school, if that's not there, you're going to to have issues. And we can break it down. Like I have, like we look in our tier two supports, you know, we oftentimes an easy one is we'll look at our students who are, are have failing grades or have a D in a class. And we never ask the question. We just make an assumption that it's the student. We never necessarily look at the grading practices that are happening in our building. And it might be a tier one grading practice issue that you're having in your school where it doesn't add up. And the research that's out there with regard to grading and assessment practices is not being utilized. Like, are you still using zeros in your building? Are you using a four-point scale? Are you looking at, at student to standard versus student to whatever nonsense often takes place in, in teacher grade books? So is it a, is it a, is it a student issue or is it a, a, a kid issue? And that's a tier one problem, like behavior problems. If you have a large number of teachers who are struggling with classroom management, well, that's a tier one issue. You need to, you need to do some work there. You can't just serve kids in tier two that can, can, continuously get in trouble it might not be a a student issue it may be a school-wide tier one issue where you're not you're not connecting with kids engaging them in in an awesome teaching and learning you might not have uh, your teachers might not have enough tools to work with the student population that you have so there's a lot of a lot of pieces there but those are tier one issues those those impact the larger scale so like again are you asking the right question are we focusing on the work that we are we focusing on the right work and and that's something that you need to ask with your with your leadership teams and leaders leaders will say to me I'll hear them them say like well I can't spend all day fixing you know behaviors or attendance problems and I have to work with the kids that need support. And while that's true, you're missing the point because you're tier two and you're tier three. Those kids that need support, sometimes they are there and, and their needs are for support are driven by the fact that you have really ineffective and crappy practices in your tier one. So if you're not, back to my original point, if you're not reflecting on that work each day when you're leaving the building, that's a problem. So I'll leave you with this, right? How do you, how do you attack this? How do you, how do you take this? And how do you how do you fix it? So, the what I've seen done the most effective is you have to have a plan. You have to have a plan for overcoming your your tier one barriers. So you need to, as a school leadership team, with with your staff or with your leadership team, break down your barriers. And you need to focus ninety percent of your time there on tier one. What are the main barriers that exist in the attendance, academics, and behavior systems in your school? And what are you doing to address them? And I'm going to share in the show notes a document that will help you help you attack that work so you can begin planning this work with your leadership team or your staff so you can break down what your barriers are and start to put some action steps in there. And you need to take it one step at a time because your tier two and, and tier three supports don't matter if your tier one is crap. So the other piece is is this we're we're going to talk about um just totally lost my train of thought but i'm gonna keep on moving anyway so yeah so I w- i'll share this plan with you uh it will be in the show notes and 
you again need to take it just one step at a time and you start with that tier one work. Um, one of the next episodes that I'm going to record is going to focus more on the tier two and tier three. So like once your tier one is solid, like your core, you're rocking and rolling and your teaching and learning practices are, are hitting and your, your attendance, your academics, your behavior areas, and we're rocking in tier one and you've got your plan in place and you've tackled that, how can we tighten up the tier three and tier two processes so that we're, we're, we're better supporting the kids that, that have those needs. But the idea is that if you can really solidify your tier one, you're going to have fewer kids in your, that need that, that intensive support. So that's, that's what we're going to do in the, one of the next episodes. So just to recap, everything starts with tier one. Like if you're not asking yourself the question, are we doing the right work at the ground level in your school, you're doing your, you're doing your school a disservice. You need to start that work tomorrow. And it's also about behaviors before beliefs. So are the behaviors that you want to see school-wide in place and are they on point? And that does not mean neglecting kids that need additional support, your tier two, tier three kids, but it does mean that they're directly impacted by inefficiencies that are in your tier one. And you also need to have a plan to attack what those tier one barriers are. And again, I'm going to drop that plan in the show notes for this episode so you can, you can start to tackle that. And just remember, you can do this work. So if you want to connect in the future, check out my work on Instagram at Mike the Principal. Uh, you will find links again to my work there, other episodes of the podcast, some of my writing website and more. And if you want to hear more about this, I would love to hear in the, the show comments about other topics you want to hear in the future. And if you like what you heard today, please share this with other educators by hitting the subscribe or like button on whatever platform you are listening on. That's all I got for you today. Hope you enjoyed. Have a great week. <laughs>